Hi, Rav Judy here with Masechet Edir, Perik Vav Mishnah Alev, dedicated towards the Schut of Rafuah Shlema for Tova Miriam Bat Devora Mindel. Okay, this Mishnah moves over to Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava. Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava he'id chamishu dvarim. Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava testified to five things. Number one, shemamanim etaktanot. Miyun is that if a father marries off his daughter while she is a minor, uh, why would he do that? So the father's on his deathbed. He wants to make sure his daughter's going to be taken care of. So she's a lovely nine-year-old girl. He knows a nice family with a 10-year-old son. So he basically sets up the marriage for his daughter, afraid that once she's an orphan, that she won't be able to marry. No one will want to marry her. So he sets up the wedding, the marriage now and sort of marries her off. And then what happens is when they become of adult age, really a few years later, she, can, she always has the right to say, no, I don't want to. But me, when she's allowed to reject and say, no, I've gotten a little older. I don't want to be married to this guy. I know what my dad was thinking. He was thinking that when I was four and he passed, but I'm now becoming an adult woman and I don't want to be married to this person. Then she's not married to him. They're being set up, basically. They're, they're legally married. They're not living together. They're each children living in their parents' homes, but we're, uh, she has a way out. But what if she wants out already before she's even bought mitzvah and she's still a child? So he set her up at four and then at 10, she says, I don't want to be with Bobby. He's not, he's not fun. He's got cooties. So the fact is that she's me Durban, and we say that she could even do Niyun before she's even old enough. Uh, and so, so that we allow me in for, for, for minors. And we even sometimes actually push in that direction. Uh, we even suggest that they do me in certain particular cases. Second, that we allow a, uh, we allow a woman to remarry. Let's say her husband went overseas or went to war, and there's one witness that her husband died. We allow her to remarry. We don't wait for two witnesses, which is what we do in almost all other cases. We require two witnesses in a Jewish court, but we desperately don't want her to be stuck as an aguna where she can't remarry in case her husband's alive. The testimony of one witness is enough. Third, there was a case in Jerusalem of a, a tarnagal, a rooster, that, uh, that killed somebody. And the Tarnagal, the rooster, was then stoned to death. We have a rule in the Torah that if an ox kills somebody, so we, we put the ox to death as part of the whole process. Um, this is a dangerous ox. But this is coming to teach us that even if it's not an ox, even if it's a different animal, such as a rooster, that would also be put to death as a dangerous animal. Four, that the wine that was offered in the Beit HaMikdash, that was poured in the Mizbeach, was supposed to be 40 days old or older. Shouldn't be brand new wine. And fifth, that's the wine, sorry, 40 days old, when it's poured in the Mizbeach. And finally, fifth, that the morning sacrifice every day was offered, it says at four hours. Hours. It's a difference of opinion here. Does it mean that it could be offered at four hours? That it was that up to four hours was considered the morning, but that around this four-hour mark, this is our, our morning time, and it's still considered morning for offering the morning sacrifice, the Tamin Shel Shachar.